Happy Easter, everyone. The talk of Easter eggs, Easter bunnies, and of course, the one and only chocolate-covered Porsches. It's another Witty 924. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, two in two weeks, eh? Who would have thunk it? But anyway. <laughs> so, I will continue to try and keep the pedal to the metal and get this light entertainment listening out there for you. Uh, where are we on the car? Well, firstly, thank you, Weather, for being good. I think that from uh, just any would-be mechanic perspective is a good thing no rain not too cold not too much wind and just a bit of sunshine it always makes the jobs much easier and much more happier (laughs) as they say but anyway so if you are uh, i do encourage you as well just a harmless little plug to go and watch some of the uh the videos that i put up also on youtube uh so you can get you know the the sort of side view, the fly on the wall view of uh, some of the the happenings of uh, the work that I'm that I'm trying to get through. Uh, I held held I held high hopes really for the uh, for the Dewalt Super Gun um, or Super Impact Gun. The uh, it, it just wasn't to be. The, uh, the 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 tool tried so hard. It, it you know it it growled it chewed up the bolt uh, like an angry dog and I had to stop before it really chewed up the bolt to a point where it might never be undone again <laughs> so ideally it's uh, it's going to have to go to a specialist garage to have uh, yeah have them do what they need to do to get that bolt off to get that front oil seal complete and uh, finalized because I just can't get it just can't get it done on the driveway unfortunately so we've tried we've tried every which way but anyway moving on moving on i think from some of the tests that i've been running just uh turning the engine over uh, we know it's not firing up right now <clears throat> there isn't any visible uh leaks from any of the work that i've previously done which is good uh, there was a lot of leaks so doing uh the bottom part of the engine has obviously done the trick, which is great. I think what I need to be doing now is just retracing some of the steps that I've gone through to highlight where I think the issues might lie with the engine not starting. There is, there's a whole host of uh, quite intricate pieces around the engine. It's, it's a simplistic engine to work on. There's, there's no doubt about that compared to today, uh, today's standards. But uh, what we have to really start to double check on is the fuel system. That uh, can be uh, quite a tricky system. It, it's quite, um, it's highly pressurized uh, for a start. You have a pump that sits in the fuel tank itself. You have a pump that also uh, sits outside of the fuel tank at the back corner of the car. So both of those, you know, have a, a part to play. Uh, although there are there are some some well documented cases out there where you know people delete some of uh, 
those uh, those pairs of, of pumps for a single pump and uh, you know a, a much higher pressure one so there is uh, you know potentially you know that to look at but uh, from what I can see so far they are both working they're both doing what they should be doing and fuel is getting through to the injectors so I did um, so one of the jobs that I've done I'm just uh, currently filming through is, is this fuel pressure and fuel system check just to make sure that everything should be as it as it uh, was when it you know left the factory type thing so once you get from the fuel tank past the first pump that sits in the fuel tank past the second pump through the piping or the fuel system pipes that come up through uh, underneath the car to the front of the car you then have your uh, fuel filter and then that goes into uh, what can be very problem uh, problematic uh, again quite widely known documented cases is the fuel air mixture unit so there is um, a whole bunch of interesting little pieces to that uh, one in particular is it, it's like a, a, a I would explain it as like a round uh, flat plate that sits um, within the system itself and raises up and down depending um, on whether it's cold start hot start and so on I, I believe so they can sometimes there's a solenoid that is uh, a part of that sometimes that that can go amiss and you you know you get issues so from what i um from my initial inspection when i opened up the system it was yeah it, it looked like it it done a few rounds in in the boxing ring it was uh battered and bruised and there was all sorts of gunk and yeah deposits uh lying around that so i took the time to give it a good clean up and while I was doing that, I thought actually it's probably a good opportunity to get the injectors cleaned and have a, a decent look at those again. So I uh, the, the injectors are actually super easy. There's um, pressurized lines to them that come from the air mixture unit. So it, it runs across the top of the engine. Uh, they basically are removed by pulling them out. So they, they sit quite snug uh, into the top of the uh the top of the engine uh where they squirt onto the back of the the back of the um the valves themselves but what's interesting is that uh yeah it's literally like a rubber seal so you know you just get a sort of a monkey wrench and uh or vice grips and and uh clamp them on and, and just give it a, a bit of a tug up upwards and uh yeah hopefully they they come out okay um they're a little bit uh they argued a little bit with me, but we got there. We got them out. So once, uh, yeah, once I got them out, they looked pretty, you know, pretty decent. There, there was nothing sort of evident uh, around how, uh, you know, blockages or anything like that. So I think what I'm what I'm going to do is just do sort of a, a, a spray test, uh, get get them sort of linked up in a safe way where you can sort of just crank uh, the engine and, and just see what what fuel it is coming through just just to make sure that it is doing what it should be doing uh that the spray from the injectors uh look uh the way they should be so yeah that that that's a good uh, a good test because a lot of the times it can be you know the the fuel system itself that isn't uh isn't operating properly that can cause uh some some difficulties and starting on the on the 924 so yeah that that's 
that's a, a part of the the work that I'm doing right now to uh, to get completed. So next job is going to be looking at the vacuum lines, just you know, double check that they are um, in in good nick and there is no sort of uh, obvious signs of leakage anywhere because these these can be problematic, uh, especially when you get to yeah, cars that might yeah sort of be this age, so the 30 plus years, and if nothing's really been changed or looked after in a, in a half decent way, then yeah, they, they can uh, crack and split in all sorts. So yeah, once I've checked those vacuum lines, I have got a few additional items that I can add to the car as well. In these coming days, I thought I'd take the chance to just replace the distributor cap and rotor arm but while they are off to actually replace the points and the solenoid within the disty uh, unit itself because uh, yeah again common common points of failure um, potentially with uh, with the starting of the engine so I just wanted to take a, a quick moment they're super cheap they're like a couple of quid each so throw it in job done and move on really so those are yeah the pressing items that uh, I will get done uh, this weekend Easter weekend and uh, do a quick short video on those just make sure that if you are in the same boat um, that you've got you know something to check against and maybe I'm doing it right maybe you're doing it better but uh, <laughs> it's it's good to share as they say good to share anyway finally just finishing off with some uh, little tidbits, fun facts maybe, of the 924. So if you are looking for one, if you are in the market and just searching around, here's a couple of pointers. So 1976 to 1988 was the run of the uh, 924. Actually launched, or debuted should I say, November 1975. And uh, its, its debut was to really replaced the 914 at the time. Interestingly, it was also the first Porsche to come with an automatic gearbox. So uh, there's uh, another little win for the 924, <laughs> amongst other things. But uh, it, it, does, it does carry the, uh, like the sort of tag of uh, not a real Porsche, but then, hey, the Boxster got the same kick in and so did the KN. So... Who's to say we are right or wrong? But uh, anyway, it, it, I, I think the, the shape, the car itself has grown to be loved a lot more over the years, as do many classics. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And then finally, I think um, of its time, you know, I think in 1975, 76, when it, when it arrived, the two litre engine uh, was roughly about nine seconds there or thereabouts uh, when you got into the the uh the 2.5s that was about 7.9 and then the turbos which was a two liter turbo was uh about seven seven and a half seconds so just some little uh yeah little fun facts there just to to finish off the podcast and uh i will post uh with this uh a great little link uh because evo uh magazine back in uh let me just double check yeah, back in the summer of uh, 2018, so you know, just a couple of years back, did a, a great sort of review and history and specs of the 924. So it's a it's a great article just to 
get your uh, teeth into if you are looking around at the 924s currently. Uh, gives you some some good uh, good pointers. So uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy your Easter weekend, everyone, and uh, hopefully I will be back in a week's time. Take care now.